The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Hey, it's an Advent Tuesday Good News Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, November 29th, 2022, Tuesday of the first week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year A, cycle one. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the rosary. Our saint today is St. Rodbod of Utrecht. Born in 850, the great-grandson of the last pagan king of Friesland, Holland, Rodbod was given an education as a Christian by his uncle Gunther, the Bishop of Cologne, Germany, and Radbod himself became Bishop of Utrecht, Holland in 900. Radbod immediately entered the Benedictines and distinguished himself for his aid to the poor and for his poetry. He died in France, where he had been forced to move his see after an invasion by the Danes. The year was 917. St. Radbod of Utrecht, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Most holy and adorable Trinity, one God in three persons, I firmly believe that you are here present. I adore you with the most profound humility. I praise you and give you thanks with all my heart for the favors you have bestowed on me. Your goodness has brought me safely to the beginning of this day. Behold, O Lord, I offer you my whole being, and in particular all my thoughts, words, and actions, together with such crosses and contradictions as I may meet with in the course of this day. Give them, O Lord, your blessing. May your divine love animate them, and may they tend to the greater honor and glory of your sovereign majesty. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for children who are suffering, especially those who are homeless, orphans, and victims of war. May they be guaranteed access to education and the opportunity to experience family affection. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, Intercede for me. Jesus, in today's gospel, you speak to us of houses and foundations, of builders and of building techniques. And this is really no surprise because you yourself are the son of a craftsman. That is how people knew you. You were the son of Joseph, Joseph the craftsman, the carpenter. We know that Joseph was a manual laborer, and that you very likely worked with him. And perhaps it's, it's not far-fetched to say that you, Jesus, would have built houses or been involved in the construction of buildings. And so you present us this parable, which in a way is very close to your own heart. Everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them will be like a wise man who built his house on rock. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house, but it did not collapse. 
it had been set solidly on rock. And everyone who listens to these words of mine, but does not act on them, will be like a fool who built his house on sand. The rain fell, the floods came, and the winds blew and buffeted the house, and it collapsed and was completely ruined. Well, this parable is very visual. We can, as we pray, each bring to our minds the situation that you, Jesus, are describing, two houses. Perhaps these t- houses are in the, same, in the same town, maybe on the same street. One is sturdy. It's built with good material. It sits solidly upon a cement foundation, which in turn is on a rock, perhaps up on elevated ground. The other is flimsy. It's made of cheap resources. It's built on shifting ground, perhaps on an area with erosion, or maybe even in an area that's that's prone to flooding. Of course, it's not about the houses, really. It's about our souls. And the question that we want to ask today is, what am I building my soul on? On rock or sand? What material should I be building my soul with, so to speak, so that it's firmly founded, it's firmly rooted, it's planted? I read recently some English history about an area off the coast of England called the Eddystone Rocks, which is a treacherous reef. And because the reef is submerged during high tides, it has been the site of many shipwrecks throughout history. It's 13 miles southwest of Plymouth. And there today stands the Eddystone Lighthouse. It's 160 feet high. Its light can be seen for 22 nautical miles. And it has saved many, many people because of its light. It's famous as the first open ocean lighthouse in the world. No one had ever attempted to build in such a wild, remote place, open to the full fury of Atlantic storms. But in the late 1600s, the first of four attempts were made. And the first was from a very bold and self-confident architect named Henry Winstonley who decided to build on this, on this reef to build a lighthouse. And he could only access the rock to lay the foundation for this lighthouse during low tide. It was a very complicated construction. But eventually, the, lighth- the lighthouse was completed in 1699. And the finished construction was a sight to behold. Winston Lee, who was quite ostentatious, was keen to make it stand out. So he painted it, he gilded it with, with gold leaf, He added a huge wrought iron weather vane and flags all over it. He emblazoned the sides of it with messages to to soldiers that read in Latin and English. One of them read, Glory be to God. It looked nothing like any other lighthouse before or since. I recommend that you look it up. The Winston Lee Lighthouse. And its light was provided by an assembly of 60 candles in the glass-paned lantern at the top. And legend has it that etched in that glass was the inscription, Winston Lee, the best architect in England. And for four years, the lighthouse worked admirably. But in November of 1703, Winston Lee and a party of workmen visited the lighthouse to carry out some repairs. Well, while they were there, a storm blew up that prevented them from returning ashore. And during the night, the violence of the storm increased, and it became one of the most devastating storms that has ever struck southern England. Well, in the morning, only the stone base of the tower remained, 
the whole thing was taken to sea, the whole thing was destroyed. And of Winston Lee and his workmen, not a trace was found. We'll fast forward to 1759. A John Smeaton, a civil engineer, was hired to build a new lighthouse. And he modeled his lighthouse in the shape of an oak tree, with the base being larger than the top, which was the first lighthouse to be, to be designed in this manner in which most lighthouses now imitate. Well, consequently, his lighthouse, which was built with, with much better uh, techniques, it has outlasted all of its predecessors and stood for over 100 years. It was sturdy due to his engineering ability, but perhaps another clue to its longevity can be found in the upper storage room. Still visible to those who visit the lighthouse at Plymouth today is an original inscription which encircles the top of the room, which reads from Psalm 127, Except the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. It's an interesting contrast. That first lighthouse, which was very flashy, gilded, and with that kind of boast of the architect, etched in glass. Contrasting that with this more solid and maybe more simple lighthouse built on the rock, where etched in stone, it says, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build labor in vain. The firmer the foundation, the more stable the building. And the second has this conviction of building his lighthouse in the Lord, with the Lord. Again, we ask you, Jesus, what am I building my soul on? On rock or on sand? What material should I be building my soul with so that it is firmly founded, firmly rooted? And we have a bit of a, the recipe here in the parable because Jesus, you say, everyone who listens to these words of mine and acts on them, they are like a house built on rock. We need humility and we need docility. We need to be able to be humble enough to hear your words, Lord, and, and act on them, make them our own. The humble person is a person who is open to others' ideas. The humble person is one who is willing to change in order to grow. St. Augustine, uh, he has this beautiful phrase, which is, is referring to, to this, this image of the tower. Do you wish to rise? Begin by descending. You plan a tower that will pierce the clouds? Lay first the foundation of humility. Excavate. We have to excavate down into the solid rock of humility. I live in Manhattan, in New York City, and one of the reasons we have so many huge skyscrapers is because the island is literally made of granite. If you dig down, you find these huge granite boulders everywhere. And so the, the builders can, can excavate and plant the, these huge towers on very, very solid footing. How can we grow in humility? By listening to the words, to your words, Jesus, and acting on them. By being more united with you, Jesus, more open to your grace and to, to your indication. Jesus, you need to be the rock of my house. You need to be that solid granite on which I can build the tower of my soul. We are celebrating the novena of Our Lady, the novena of the Immaculate Conception. And she is Stella Maris, the star of the sea, that light which shines out to sailors 
who are trying to find a safe haven. She shines out because she is the, the tower of ivory, this tower that is beautiful to behold because she is the Anchila Domini, the handmaid of the Lord. She has built her life, her soul, in, in the humility of being completely united to Jesus. We want to do the same. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations they've communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help in putting them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 16 past the hour on Daybreak. It's Tuesday of the first week of Advent, November 29th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. We begin this liturgical day joining with the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and And my my mouth will will proclaim proclaim your your praise. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the Rock who saves us. Let us approach Him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker, for he is our God, and And we we are his people, the flock he shepherds. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness, when at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all my works. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, They are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, They shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship the Lord, the King who is to come. Oh. 
The Lord is just. He will defend the poor. The Lord is just. He will defend the poor. Lord, why do you stand afar off and hide yourself in times of distress? The poor man is devoured by the pride of the wicked. He is caught in the schemes that others have made. For the wicked man boasts of his heart's desires. The covetous blasphemes and spurns the Lord. In his pride, the wicked says, He will not punish. There is no God. Such are his thoughts. His path is ever untroubled. Your judgment is far from his mind. His enemies he regards with contempt, he thinks. Never shall I falter. Misfortune shall never be my lot. His mouth is full of cursing, guile, oppression, mischief, and deceit under his tongue. He lies in wait among the reeds. The innocent he murders in secret. His eyes are on watch for the helpless man. He lurks in hiding like a lion in his lair. He lurks in hiding to seize the poor. He seizes the poor man and drags him away. He crouches, preparing to spring, and the helpless fall beneath his strength. He thinks in his heart. God forgets. He hides his face. He does not see. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord is just. He will defend the poor. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Arise then, Lord, lift up your hand. O God, do not forget the poor. Why should the wicked spurn the Lord and think in his heart he will not punish? But you have seen the trouble and sorrow. You note it. You take it in hand. The helpless trusts himself to you for you are the helper of the orphan. Break the power of the wicked and the sinner. Punish his wickedness till nothing remains. The Lord is king forever and ever. The heathen shall perish from the land he rules. Lord, you hear the prayer of the poor. You strengthen their hearts. You turn your ear to protect the rights of the orphan and oppressed, so that mortal man may strike terror no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Rise up, Lord, in defense of your people. Do not hide your face from our troubles. Father of orphans, wealth of the poor, we rejoice in making you known. May we find comfort and security in times of pain and anxiety. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. The words of the Lord are true, like silver from the furnace. The words of the Lord are true, like silver from the furnace. Help, O Lord, for good men have vanished. Truth has gone from the sons of men. Falsehood they speak to one another, with lying lips and with a false heart. May the Lord destroy all lying lips, the tongue that speaks high-sounding words, those who say, 
Our tongue is our strength. Our lips are our own. Who is our master? For the poor who are oppressed and the needy who groan, I myself will arise, says the Lord. I will grant them the salvation for which they thirst. The words of the Lord are words without alloy, silver from the furnace, seven times refined. It is you, O Lord, who will take us in your care and protect us forever from this generation. See how the wicked prowl on every side, while the worthless are prized highly by the sons of men. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Your light is true light, Lord, and your truth shines like the day. Direct us to the salvation through your life-giving words. May we be saved by always embracing your word. The The words words of the Lord are true, like like silver from from the furnace. furnace. A voice is heard, crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight the path of our God. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. O Lord, you have abandoned your people, the house of Jacob, because they are filled with fortune-tellers and soothsayers, like the Philistines. They covenant with strangers. Their land is full of silver and gold, and there is no end to their treasures. Their land is full of horses, and there is no end to their chariots. Their land is full of idols. They worship the works of their hands, that which their fingers have made. But man is abased, each one brought low. Do not pardon them. Get behind the rocks, hide in the dust, from the terror of the Lord and the splendor of his majesty. The haughty eyes of man will be lowered. The arrogance of men will be abased, and the Lord alone will be exalted on that day. For the Lord of hosts will have his day against all that is proud and arrogant, all that is high, and it will be brought low. Yes, against all the cedars of Lebanon and all the oaks of Bashan, against all the lofty mountains and all the high hills, against every lofty tower and every fortified wall against all the ships of Tarshish and all stately vessels. Human pride will be abased, the arrogance of men brought low, and the Lord alone will be exalted on that day. The idols will perish forever. Men will go into caves in the rocks and into holes in the earth. From the terror of the Lord and the splendor of His majesty, when He arises to overawe the earth, On that day, men will throw to the moles and the bats the idols of silver and gold, which they made for worship. They go into caverns in the rocks and into crevices in the cliffs. From the terror of the Lord and the splendor of His majesty, when He arises to overawe the earth. As for you, let man alone, in whose nostrils is but a breath. For what is he worth? On that day... The branch of the Lord will be luster and glory, and the fruit of the earth will be honor and splendor for the survivors of Israel. He who remains in Zion, and he that is left in Jerusalem, will be called holy. Everyone marked down for life in Jerusalem. 
When the Lord washes away the filth of the daughters of Zion and purges Jerusalem's blood from her midst with a blast of searing judgment, then will the Lord create over the whole site of Mount Zion and over her place of assembly a smoking cloud by day and a light of flaming fire by night. For over all, his glory will be shelter and protection, shade from the parching heat of day, refuge and cover from storm and rain. The Word of the Lord. The proud man will lower his eyes. The arrogant man will be humbled. The The Lord Lord alone shall shall be exalted exalted on that day. They will see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven with great power and majesty. The The Lord Lord alone shall shall be exalted on that day. From a sermon by St. Gregory Nazianzen, Bishop. The very Son of God, older than the ages, the invisible, the incomprehensible, the incorporeal, the beginning of beginning, the light of light, the fountain of life and immortality, the image of the archetype, the immovable seal, the perfect likeness, the definition and word of the Father, He it is who comes to His own image and takes our nature for the good of our nature and unites Himself to an intelligent soul for the good of my soul to purify like by like. He takes to Himself all that is human except for sin. He was conceived by the Virgin Mary, who had been first prepared in soul and body by the Spirit. His coming to birth had to be treated with honor. Virginity had to receive new honor. He comes forth as God in the human nature he has taken, one being made of two contrary elements, flesh and spirit. Spirit gave divinity, flesh received it. He who makes rich is made poor. He takes on the poverty of my flesh, that I may gain the riches of his divinity. He who is full is made empty. He is emptied for a brief space of his glory, that I may share in his fullness. What is this wealth of goodness? What is this mystery that surrounds me? I received the likeness of God, but failed to keep it. He takes on my flesh to bring salvation to the image, immortality to the flesh. He enters into a second union with us, a union far more wonderful than the first. Holiness had to be brought to man by the humanity assumed by one who was God, so that God might overcome the tyrant by force, and so deliver us and lead us back to himself through the mediation of his Son. The Son arranged this for the honor of the Father, to whom the Son is clearly obedient in all things. The Good Shepherd, who lays down his life for the sheep, came in search of the straying sheep to the mountains and hills on which you used to offer sacrifice. When he found it, he took it on the shoulders that bore the wood of the cross and led it back to the life of heaven. Christ, the light of all lights, follows John, the lamp that goes before him. The word of God follows the voice in the wilderness. The bridegroom follows the bridegroom's friend who prepares a worthy people for the Lord by cleansing them by water in preparation for the Spirit. 
We need God to take our flesh and die, that we might live. We have died with Him, that we may be purified. We have risen again with Him, because we have died with Him. We have been glorified with Him, because we have risen again with Him. When at last the appointed time had come, God sent His Son into the world, born of a virgin, subject to the law. To redeem those who were subject to the law. Because of His great love for us, God sent His Son in the likeness of our sinful human nature. To redeem those who were subject to the law. Let us pray. Look with favor, Lord God, on our petitions, and in our trials grant us your compassionate help, that, consoled by the presence of your Son, whose coming we now await, we may be tainted no longer by the corruption of former ways. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 24 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak for Tuesday, November 29th, 2022, Tuesday of the first week of Advent. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord offers a prayer of praise and thanks, and then turns to his disciples from the 10th chapter of the Gospel of Luke. In that same hour, he rejoiced in the Holy Spirit. I thank thee, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to babes. Yea, Father, for such was thy gracious will. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows who the Son is except the Father, or who the Father is except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal him. Then, turning to the disciples, he said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see what you see, for I tell you that many prophets and kings desired to see what you see and did not see it, and to hear what you hear and did not hear it. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. You know, we sometimes tend to confuse peace with absence of conflict. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 1, Advent and Christmas Tide. When a man forgets his eternal destiny, and when the horizons of his life are limited by his earthly existence, he is content with a fictitious peace, with a mere outward appearance of tranquility. All he asks is the illusory security of attaining the greatest possible material well-being with the least effort. In this way, he builds an imperfect and unstable peace, since it is not rooted in the dignity of the human person, a person made in the image and likeness of God and called to his divine sonship. 
You must never be content with these substitutes for peace, for their fruit produces the most bitter disillusionment. Jesus Christ emphasized this when he said to his disciples shortly before his ascension into heaven, Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, not as the world gives do I give it to you. There are thus two kinds of peace, that which men can make for themselves alone, and that which is the gift of God, that which is imposed by force of arms, and that which is born in the heart. The former is fragile and insecure, it can be called a mere appearance of peace, for it is founded on fear and mistrust. The latter, on the contrary, is a strong and durable peace, and being founded on justice and love, it permeates the heart. It is a gift God gives to those who love His law. If we are men and women with true peace in our hearts, we will be the better able to live like children of God, and will the better be able to live brotherhood with our fellow men. Also, insofar as we realize that we are children of God, we will be men and women with lasting peace. Divine filiation is the foundation of the Christian's peace and joy. In it we find the security we need, a fatherly warmth and trust for the future. We live in the assurance that behind all the disappointments of life, there is a good reason. In everything, God works for good with those who love Him, says St. Paul to the first Christians in Rome. Considering our divine filiation will help us to be strong in the face of difficulties. Don't be frightened. Don't fear any harm, even though the circumstances in which you work are terrible. God's hand is as powerful as ever, and if necessary, He will work miracles. We are well protected. Let us try, then, in these days of Advent, to foster peace and joy, overcoming every obstacle. Let us learn to find God in everything, even in the most difficult situations. Seek His face, whoever dwells in real and bodily presence in His church. Do at least as much as the disciples did. They had but little faith. They feared they had no great confidence or peace, but at least they did not keep away from Christ. Do not keep from Him. But when you are in trouble, come to him day by day, asking him earnestly and perseveringly for those favors which he alone can give. So, though he discerns much infirmity in you which ought not to be there, yet he will deign to rebuke the winds and the sea and say, Peace, be still, and there will be a great calm. Mary, who is Queen of Peace, will help us to have peace in our hearts, to recover it if we have lost it, and pass it on to those around us. Since the Feast of the Immaculate Conception is fast approaching, we will do all we can to turn to her all day long, keeping her closer to us in our work and offering her some special token of our affection. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 15 before the hour. Let's pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The man whose deeds are blameless and whose heart is pure 
will climb the mountain of the Lord. The man whose deeds are blameless and whose heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless things, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant. The Lord, the valiant in war. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies, he is the King of glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. King of glory, Lord of power and might, cleanse our hearts from all sin. Preserve the innocence of our hands and keep our minds from vanity so that we may deserve your blessing in your holy place. The man, the man whose, whose deeds, deeds are, are blameless and, and whose heart, heart is pure will climb the mountain of the Lord. Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. Blessed be God who lives forever because his kingdom lasts for all ages. For he scourges and then has mercy. He casts down to the depths of the nether world, and he brings up from the great abyss. No one can escape his hand. Praise him, you Israelites, before the Gentiles. For though he has scattered you among them, he has shown you his greatness even there. Exalt him before every living being, because he is the Lord our God, our Father and God forever. He scourged you for your iniquities, but will again have mercy on you all. He will gather you from all the Gentiles among whom you have been scattered. When you turn back to him with all your heart to do what is right before him, then he will turn back to you and no longer hide his face from you. So now consider what he has done for you and praise him with full voice. Bless the Lord of righteousness and exalt the King of all the ages. In the land of my exile, I praise him and show his power and majesty to a sinful nation. Turn back, you sinners, do the right, do the right before him. Perhaps he may look with favor upon you and show you mercy. As for me, I exalt my God, and my spirit rejoices in the King of heaven. 
Let all men speak of his majesty and sing his praises in Jerusalem. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Praise Praise the Eternal King in all your deeds. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. Ring out your joy to the Lord, O you just, for praise is fitting for loyal hearts. Give thanks to the Lord upon the harp. With a ten-stringed lute, sing him songs. O sing him a song that is new. Play loudly with all your skill. For the word of the Lord is faithful, and all his works to be trusted. The Lord loves justice and right, and fills the earth with his love. By his word the heavens were made. By the breath of his mouth all the stars. He collects the waves of the ocean. He stores up the depths of the sea. Let all the earth fear the Lord. All who live in the world revere him. He spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, it sprang into being. He frustrates the designs of the nations. He defeats the plans of the peoples. His own designs shall stand forever, the plans of his heart from age to age. They are happy, whose God is the Lord, the people he has chosen as his own. From the heavens the Lord looks forth, He sees all the children of men. From the place where he dwells, he gazes on all the dwellers of the earth, he who shapes the hearts of them all and considers all their deeds. A king is not saved by his army, nor a warrior preserved by his strength. A vain hope for safety is the horse. Despite its power, it cannot save. The Lord looks on those who revere Him, on those who hope in His love, to rescue their souls from death, to keep them alive in famine. Our soul is waiting for the Lord. The Lord is our help and our shield. In Him do our hearts find joy. We trust in His holy name. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Nourish your people, Lord, for we hunger for your word. Rescue us from the death of sin, and fill us with your mercy, that we may share your presence and the joys of all the saints. The loyal heart must praise the Lord. A reading from the book of Genesis. You, Judah, shall your brothers praise, your hand on the neck of your enemies. The sons of your father shall bow down to you. Judah, like a lion's whelp, you have grown up on prey, my son. He crouches like a lion recumbent the king of beasts, who would dare rouse him. The scepter shall never depart from Judah or the mace from between his legs 
while tribute is brought to him, and he receives the people's homage. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Your Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. You will see his glory within you. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. Your light will come, Jerusalem. The Lord will dawn on you in radiant beauty. From the root of Jesse a flower will blossom. The glory of the Lord will fill the earth, and all creation shall see the saving power of God. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Amen. From the root of Jesse a flower will blossom. The glory of the Lord will fill the earth, and all creation shall see the saving power of God. God, the Almighty Father, stretches forth his hand again to take possession of the remnant of his people. Let us make our prayer to him. Lord, Lord, may may your kingdom come. Lord, grant that our works of penance may please you. And that we may be ready for your kingdom, which is so near. Lord, Lord, may may your kingdom come. Prepare a path in our hearts. For the coming of your word. And let his glory be revealed among us. Lord, may May your kingdom come. Bring low the mountains of our pride. And fill up the valleys of our weakness. Lord, may May your your kingdom kingdom come. Break down the wall of hatred that divides the nation. And make level for mankind the paths to peace. Lord, Lord, may may your your kingdom kingdom come. come. To these prayers, 
we pause to add the intercessions of our own hearts. Lord, may your kingdom come. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Look with favor, Lord God, on our petitions, and in our trials grant us your compassionate help, that, consoled by the presence of your Son, whose coming we now await, we may be tainted no longer by the corruption of former ways. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. It's another new day in this season of waiting and preparing. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. Patrick Madrid a bit later on. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's get together again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. You go out now, make this a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. 10 Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.